Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Monday morning. So I think it was probably around 12.31 o'clock yesterday. Ned texted me and goes, Holmes, did you hear that earthquake? I go, no, that's just me screaming in my backyard because <laughs> of the Chiefs play in the first half. And man, I was mad. I, I don't know how many times I said it, but I said, you know what? This is what it was like. I missed this. I missed being this angry on a Sunday. But then, uh, I, I don't know what happened. They flipped the switch, came back out, second half, played lights out. D looked pretty, I mean, they're playing Washington, so not bad. But, you know, they they didn't score. Offense looked good, no mistakes. Uh, yeah, I'm glad but that you first... said all that, too, because uh, there is the jury's still out, in my opinion. This is not a very good football team that they beat yesterday. What I'll tell you exactly what happened, Mike. Washington has zero depth on their team. Zero depth. They got tired down the stretch, and you could see it. They were dragging, and and to the Chiefs' advantage, and to the Chiefs' good fortune. They were able to take full advantage of the circumstances. A team that's dragging, wasn't playing any defense at all, and Mahomes able to pick them apart. The Chiefs have a real good core of receivers. Really good. And Washington has none. (laughs) This poor kid, I think he was trying to throw. um, How many passes were dropped that he threw? On that note, and I was going to wait till you got done, but you brought it up quick. That was what I said multiple times yesterday. If they were playing a team that had some receivers that would catch the ball, they would have been burned probably three or four times at the least. first half would at have been out of, out of reach. They, Washington had so many chances in that first half and did not capitalize. It was 13-10, to 10, Washington, in the third period when Kansas City finally got, got going and moving. And it was because Washington was tired. That's what has me disturbed a little bit. It wasn't so much that the Chiefs were driving the ball with great force. They had no, nobody was there to defend them. There are some problems with this ball club. Yes, they did amass uh, good yardage figures and so forth and so on against a Washington team that's compromised. But you still have to get out there and play some good teams. Washington had no running backs next week when the Chiefs play. They will face a pretty good runner and a good running attack. So there's a lot to be determined with what happened. And, in fact, uh, the bottom line is this. It's a W, and that's what counts. Yeah, and definitely accounts for my blood pressure because I had a really nice Sunday after that win. (laughs) Uh, Despite getting my butt kicked bad in both fantasy teams, this has just been a garbage fantasy year for me. But, um, you know, five more weeks till that bye week, and it's uh, we've got some competition. Of course, the Titans that like you mentioned coming up this weekend in Tennessee, another noon game in Monday night against the Giants. Hopefully that'll be a wash, but it's football. And then you got the Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. Packers, Raiders, Cowboys. Those three weeks going into the bye are going to be really the proving ground. And and if we don't come out on top, it'll it. I hate to say it might be one of the first years we might be battling for a wild card if we even make it that far. Yeah, I think that's still to be determined, though, because Kansas City has a ways to go. You're right. The New York Giants probably, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, a Monday night game. Mm -hmm. Is that right? The, the Giants just simply aren't very strong. They got walloped yesterday. By oh, man, it was bad. Oh, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. And some of these other teams uh, have begun to show some vulnerability. How about the Cleveland Browns getting run out of the ballpark, their own ballpark, by the Phoenix Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals? I was. Cardinals are a real deal. They are. Rams are the real deal. 
Cowboys, kind of a little shaky yesterday, but I still think they are pretty much the real deal. There are some, it's, it looks like there, it, we've, we've talked about it over the last couple of years of the, how it ebbs and flows in the NFL, the changing of the guard, and we're seeing it. You're seeing teams that are really stepping up big time. All because of the way the NFL has formulated the draft. Uh, the lower teams get the top draft choices, and then it trickles on down. And Kansas City's had good fortune of having some very good drafts. Uh, but the bottom line is this. It does even out. And these, as we've mentioned often, are professional athletes. Mm-hmm. They're not just somebody you picked up off the street. These guys can play. And even in a lower case, like the, the Washington football team, not really good, but they are still pro players, and they can get out there and hit you and hit you hard. They definitely can, um, and this is something else. I mean, God, if, if Hunt hadn't gone through that and he was still a chief, we don't take Clyde in the first round and we take a defensive player. Where would we be right now? <laughs> <sighs> anyway, um, obviously uh, Tyreek kind of gave us all a little bit of scare during the game with his uh, his quad contusion and left for a little bit, Battled, came back out, battled through it, uh, Tooney had the club on his hand. Um, There's some guys banged up. You think we're going to get Chris Jones back? What's the deal? Jones should be back. I'm, I'm going to guess next week. His is a wrist injury. Now, it, it evidently is fairly severe because he's missed the last two weeks. But he'll be back uh, probably next week to play defense, and they'll need him because Tennessee can really mount a, a tough running attack. Uh, Jody Fortson, who had a great catch early in the game out for the year. He has a torn Achilles oh, tendon. Heartbreaker. And he, he Especially can, after that catch he made. Catch was great. Oh, my God. And and the kid's got a lot of talent. Oh, yeah, he does. He's a free agent from Valdosta State. Nobody's ever heard of him, but the kid can play. It won't be this year. Uh, Anthony Hitchens had to leave the game with a, a problem with his elbow. He got hit somewhere along the line. That'll be examined a little bit later on today. And there were a few others that... <laughs> Tyran Matthew, he is really a firebrand out there. He plays hard. He is he's tough. He is 32 years old now and beginning to maybe slow down just a bit. But he alleged that he broke his thumb. That hasn't been shown yet, so we're not 100% sure. But whatever the case, he really fired up that defense. So what are you guys doing out here? This is Washington, for heaven's sake. We ought to be slaughtering them. And uh, I think maybe that got the attention of some of the players. I think something else that we may have hopefully someone on the coaching staff saw yesterday was Dan on the outside doing a hell of a job. I mean, yes, again, it's Washington, but put Chris Jones back inside and move Dan out. Come on, man. Let Wharton and those guys work it. And, and just put him back in the middle, especially against Tennessee. That's all I could ask for. But we'll see, man. It's their, it's their gig, not mine. I can only speak from a fan's perspective. So yesterday, the Chiefs got a win. Chargers got a loss in uh, pretty big fashion against Baltimore. I mean, the Baltimore looked really good against what uh, has been a really hot L.A. team, but not really yesterday. Um, so Chiefs still in it. Still a long way to go. 3-3. Three and three. Up against a very good Tennessee Titan running team. How's their D look, though? The D was better yesterday against the Washington football team. Better, but not really challenged all that much because Washington doesn't have a real good offense. They have the second stringer, Heineke, at quarterback. He tries, but he doesn't have a whole lot of weapons in there. Offensive line for Washington played fair, but Kansas City's defense rallied to the cause. Washington couldn't do very much, but they're not a very good team. Tennessee next week. That'll be a significant challenge. Really need to have Chris Jones back in there. That will be in Nashville. There'll be a big and hostile crowd on hand. And 
it'll be that'll be a tough challenge for the Chiefs. I think Kansas City's getting a little bit better, but by how much, we'll have to wait and see. You know, uh, we'll see. We got we the Hitchens thing is the thing that concerns me the most. If he's out for a significant amount of time because he's a signal caller for the defense, and again. Early on in the season when he was out, there were some issues of communication. He's also a big, big part of that defense. And if he's out, that means some guys get moved around that I don't really like being moved around in the D, and that's going to be an issue. Well, the way it was looking, it, I, I would guess it was maybe a dislocation which can be re- repaired and, and padded up and so forth and so on. So let's not draw conclusions. We'll find out. Yeah, today. hopefully tomorrow you'll have some good news for me, Ned. <laughs> uh, let's talk baseball. How are them playoffs going? How about the Atlanta Braves? They are a 2-0 leader over the world champion Los Angeles Dodgers, and they've done it both both games, both wins in the same way. Walk-off hits in the ninth inning. Uh, just unbelievable. That doesn't happen. The Dodgers have a great bullpen staff, good pitchers. Uh, they, they just simply are victims of bad luck. And now Atlanta has a 2-0 lead, and the next three now are in Los Angeles starting tomorrow night. They'll take today off. The other one, the Boston Red Sox, Houston Astros tied at one game apiece. Next three games, Fenway Park in Boston. Well, I'll tell you, Houston's pitching staff took a battering from the Boston Red Sox on, on Saturday. It's first time in playoff history you've had one game with two grand slams, and Boston had both of them. That's, that's pretty good. Red Sox can hit. Astros can hit. We should see a very good series continue. I think it's going to be one hell of a World Series. All these teams are really uh, are, are complete teams, and that's the way it should be, which is uh, it's good. It's exciting for those of us in this area that are still fans of these teams playing. Um, <laughs> uh, Missouri State, uh, college football, we had uh, some pretty good action. They, they just destroyed the competition in their homecoming game. They uh, went out kind of like a boxing match. In the very uh, early going, the Bears toyed with them, ran a few plays just to see what Indiana State could do. And then when Missouri State figured out they could do a lot of things, <laughs> they went to work like in the second period. At one time, it was 7-3. to three. The Bears led Indiana State, and in a snap of the fingers, it was 24-3 to three at halftime. Missouri State just went to work, and their offense started clicking. Uh, Jason Shelley, a pretty doggone good quarterback, and the uh, Bears were able to mount an attack and then just pull away in the second half to win it 37-7. Indiana State is not a real strong team. They're still Missouri Valley Conference team. They'll win some games, but they aren't a big challenge. This week, the Bears have a big challenge. They go to Fargo, eight-time national champion North Dakota State is waiting. North Dakota State is very, very, very good football team, very good program, and the Bears will be tested in that game. Everybody knows it. Up at Mizzou in Columbia, Texas A&M, I really thought their team would be down a little bit after their win over Alabama, and maybe to some extent they were, but Missouri, <laughs> other than the first Letter in the coach's last name, Drinkwitz. There is no D in Missouri. My God, they were lit up 35-14, to 14 and Texas A&M could have run mm-hmm. all day. Oh, yeah. Evangel got a win, beat Missouri Valley 30-23. to 23. Southwest Baptist defeated Truman State 27-21. Th- uh, to 21. And down in Fayetteville, 
Auburn came in and ruined everything for Arkansas, 38-23. So we had a very interesting football weekend. We did, and you know, one more thing. I want to, I want to, I want to complain about the guys covering the Chiefs game yesterday when Wharton had that one-handed catch after he blocked the thing. Not one of them said, "Hey, that kid went to Missouri S <laughs> and T." And, and thank you, he did. Now, I have a personal involvement there. My I know. Grandson's an S and T grad, and I'll tell you, they don't produce a whole lot of professional athletes. They do produce a lot of professional engineers. Yeah, I was going to say a bunch of rich people that make everything for the rest of the world, but uh, yeah. Yeah, guys, know your stuff. Missouri S&T boy right there making that play. Ned, you have a great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow, man.